Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. The following program is sponsored by Bible Boot Camp Ministries. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. We're on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emily Moss. That's right, you found me. You found me if you want to talk about the Bible, if you want to talk about theology, if you want to talk about Christian living, anything to do with the Word of God, welcome here on the Bible Talk Program. This is Pastor Emory Moss. Good to be with you once again. And basically what we're doing is we are taking a journey through uh, the book of Genesis. That's right. Looking at the Bible, chapter by chapter, book by book, Lord committing, okay? And uh, so definitely... It's an exciting thing to do is to study the Bible. And remember, when we study Genesis, look, we don't just stay with Genesis because in order to understand any book about the Bible, you have to go to other areas in Scripture. Remember, Scripture interprets Scripture. So uh, there's topics that will come up with, uh, there will be various topics uh, that you find throughout the whole Bible. And there's some amazing stuff that comes out of Genesis. And we've just uh, scratched the surface as we uh, basically are uh, not too much further along than Genesis chapter 4. But we're taking our time and no need to worry. If you have a rush and you don't have um, anything uh, to hold back on, if you have a question that you want to ask, whether it's on topic or off topic, all you've got to do is call that number, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Tiffany is uh, working today. I don't often work with her, but she is fantastic and fabulous. She will be taking your calls. And I was told that if you do call in, that the number that you use would be uh, area code 866 866- Four two three nine five seven eight. but push 1, okay, push a 1, make sure that that will connect you to me. Once again, area code 866-423-9578-1, and you are on the air. All right, open your Bibles to Genesis. We were dealing still with Cain when we left, and we have to be very careful in interpreting the Bible, because in the, when we... When it comes down to Scripture, we're supposed to be exegesis, exegetes, okay? In other words, we pull our information from the Bible. We don't read it into the Bible, right? So exegesis is the way to go. Uh, we can only teach what the Bible actually says, okay? 
And so that is the, uh, the, the, the whole attitude that we take. What we have must come from the Word of God. And, and looking at Genesis, a uh, very fascinating uh, book, where uh, we probably needed to talk about this verse a little bit more. Genesis chapter 3 and verse 15. And the Lord said unto him, talking to Cain. Remember what Cain did, just murdered his brother, basically, out of his jealousy, no doubt. And the Lord said unto him, Therefore, whosoever slays Cain, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. And the Lord set a mark upon Cain, lest any finding him should kill him. And I pointed out to you, and a mark is a mark. It wasn't a paint job. There are some racist groups that said uh, this was the beginning of the black people, uh, so to speak, and that kind of thing. No, a mark is a mark, not a paint job. So there's nothing here that has anything to do with any race of people. And it's amazing to me how primitive we are. That's right, we are. Because it took modern, the modern world, okay, starting about the 17th and 18th century on, but still we've gotten worse than they were, to come up with something like this. No one, understand it, um, I can make this statement without contradiction, no one, not a single person in the Bible, was ever criticized because of the color of their skin. <laughs> never. That never was a problem in biblical days. And I thought we were the cool cats with all the science, all the knowledge, and we've come up with all these different races, but in the Bible, okay, there may be cultures that are different, but there is only one race, the human race, in the Bible. Okay? So we are behind, actually. I think we need to talk to the sociologists and others and get them more involved in the Bible. Okay? With all the racism we have going around today, and you need to understand that anybody can be a racist. Uh, uh, right? Because racism is any act, attitude, or institutional structure that subordinates a person because of his color, his race, his age, their national origin, or their religion. All of that is encompassed in racism. You say, well, Pastor Morris, how do you know that? I taught race, uh, race relations and human relations for over 23 years in the Air Force. Yeah, I have a pretty good understanding of it and had a private practice called Chalk Talk where I did it for a while as well. And I'm, I'm raring to get back in it, but ministry demands are too much on me now. But uh, the whole idea of uh, racism belonging to just one group of people is absurd. Okay? And the whole idea of judging somebody by the color of their skin is even more absurd. Nothing in the Bible like that, no such thing like that should be told. And we definitely need to get away from this critical race theory, okay? The critical race theory, okay? the, the new guy on the block, okay? Now, when I taught race relations, we talked about racism, okay? And we recognize that anybody can practice it, okay? Whether it's practiced by one group more than another, the key thing is racism is racism and sin is sin. But the idea that in our schools today, we need to teach young white uh, uh, boys and girls uh, that they are racist just because their skin color is white, that's absurd. That is absurd. Uh, folks need to be more <coughs> elegant, okay, elegant, like we were back in the days when I taught this in the Air Force. We did have something uh, written by a brilliant scholar. It was called the New White Consciousness, okay, the New White Consciousness. What that meant was that definitely... All people, especially those who are not minority group, majority group members, needed to recognize that because you were white, that a racist, racist organizations might try to use you to carry out their causes. So 
what uh, this technique says, become an anti-racist racist. Now, wait a minute. We're not calling you a racist, but since a person can be used for racist things, don't let yourself be caught up in it. In other words, oppose those okay, who think that just because you look like them, you're on their side, and you're going to go along with it. Okay? That is why, for myself, when I am running with folks that are what we are African Americans, all right, and they start talking about people who are non-African American, like uh, white people, I stop them right there. And say I don't go there, okay? Because just like you're my friend, I have white friends, I have Asian friends. Don't think that because okay, my skin color is black, that I'm going to uh, become a racist. Okay? That's what we meant by it. But they mean something totally different by it today, and it's absolutely absurd. Oh, I'm tempted to get back into teaching this, but I've got to stick mostly with the Bible. But the mark that Cain received had nothing to do with his race. It wasn't a paint job. It wasn't a color, uh, a color coat that he had. It was just a mark. At least any finding him should kill him. It was to protect him. And Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and dwelt in the land of Nod and on the east of Eden. And Cain knew his wife. Wait, wait a minute. This train has to stop here. Right here in Genesis and in chapter 4 and in chapter 17, what in the world is going on? Which says, and Cain knew his wife. This knew didn't mean getting to know you. No, no. It's from a Hebrew word, which means intimate contact. He had sex with his wife, okay? which is what you're supposed to do. And she conceived and bare Enoch. Okay? There's going to be two Enochs, but this is one of them here. And he built the city and called the name of the city after the name of his son, Enoch. Okay? That's simple enough, but oh, no. If you are a Sunday school teacher, you know, I'm here to tell you, the worst thing to be is a Sunday school teacher who does not have a background in Scripture. I know, I know. What happens is... Sunday school teachers come in, they study the lesson for today. They, they study the thing that they're supposed to talk about, you know, on Sunday. Okay? They get there, and they go into their lesson, and always, you know, there's going to be those students who ask you questions <laughs> that you didn't even study. Okay? In fact, it was very interesting. I was reading about a guy who um, uh, was uh, told to teach his uh, pastor, told him, hey, you're a good fella. Why don't you teach Sunday school? He said, okay, I'll give it a try. So he took his Bible and went in there, and then uh, after the first session he had, he saw the preacher the next Sunday, and he said, uh, I'm done with this. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know enough. He didn't. You know, in other words, Sunday school teachers have to be trained, and Christians need to be trained because you teach the Bible, people are going to ask you questions. And uh, you have to be able to give the best answer you can from the Word of God itself. Okay? So definitely... We need to know it's going to come up, okay? Because if the Bible teaches that incest is wrong, and that's what this would be, then what happened here, where it says in Genesis and in uh, chapter 4, verse 17, Cain uh, knew his wife, and she conceived and bare Enoch, and he built a city and called the name of the city after the name of his son Enoch. Where did Cain get his wife? Okay? Was this his sister, a relative? Mm. If that is wrong, and the Bible indicates that it's wrong, then what would you tell a student who would pose that question to you? Okay. Okay. Wow. If you want to respond, you can. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. 
area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. All right, we've got Gary from Holly on the line. How are you doing, Gary? Uh, Yes, Pastor Moss. I thank you for your program. Uh, You were talking about these people that believe their nationality is the only ones who will be saved, and I'd like to get Scripture to prove them big time wrong. In Revelation, uh, the fifth chapter in verse 9, and they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book, to open the seals of, for thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. That's right. So You've got it right on, the, right on the target, buddy. That is a strong scripture, and it is so above racism, uh, Gary, that it's amazing how anybody holding a Bible could in any way support racism and racist ideas. You are exactly right on that, my friend. You won't let me talk more? Yeah, what else you got for me? Yeah, John John 3.16, For God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish and have everlasting life. Jesus died for everybody, no matter what nationality you are, no no matter what uh, nation you're from, no matter what skin pigmentation. Then I like the second chapter, said, For God will pour out His Spirit on all flesh, and your sons and daughters will prophesy. And my servants and Hammonds, I'll pour out my spirit. So God loves everybody. He loves the whole world. And there's no special nation or special nationality uh, that all can become one in Jesus Christ, whether they're Jew or Gentile or Gentile. Listen, stop preaching. You're getting me excited. (laughs) I thank you for calling today, my friend. And that's exactly what you're saying. It's exactly right. The Bible is so far above racism. It's amazing. It's amazing that uh, uh, we are where we are in terms of dealing with it and acting like this is a a tough subject for us to handle. Thank you, Gary. Thank you very much. All right, that number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Gary giving us the lowdown on that, and uh, the lowdown that he gave us is very good. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. You know, a lot of times you have to choose between something high quality or something that saves you money, but if you can get both... Why not? Especially when it comes to health care. And that's MediShare. You get both. The typical family saves 500 bucks a month switching to MediShare. And that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. It's because MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills People love having telehealth and a huge PPO network. So, yeah, really, you could save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. If you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. Here is the number you need. Call 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE. 844-57-BIBLE. Chris McCourtney, team leader at Salem, Detroit, and Salem Surround, the fastest-growing digital ad agency in southeastern Michigan for sure. We've leveraged our long history here in Detroit and need great people with big goals and big ideas to help our partners get to their goals for 2021. Call or text me at 248-765-4388, and let's connect. We'll talk about excellence in executing for our multimillion-dollar clients and our SMBs, too. We're looking for leaders who want to grow with a fast-paced company. Selling experience is preferred but not required. Leadership and a hunger to be the best, that's not optional. 
We've got a solid, successful team, and we're looking to get even better. Is that you? Call or text me at 248-765-4388. That's 248-765-4388. Salem Surround is an equal opportunity employer. love our pastors, don't we? Well, here's how you can show them undeniably that you do when you enter the Pastor Appreciation Rest and Relaxation Getaway Giveaway. Enter for your pastor's chance to win a seven-day getaway for two to the Cove in North Carolina. Includes airfare, meals, a $500 Visa gift card, and more. Show your pastor you love and appreciate them for the hard work they do. Visit faithtalkdetroit.com to enter the Pastor Appreciation Rest and Relaxation Getaway Giveaway. Download the free Odyssey.com app at the Apple Store or Google Play to listen to WLQV FM 92.7 and AM 1500 Faith Talk Detroit. Live and on demand, hear the very best in local and national Bible teachings and preaching from ministry leaders across the Motor City and around the country. Discover engaging faith-based programs, inspiring sermons, Christian talk, and local sports on WLQV FM 92.7 and AM 1500. Stream Faith Talk Detroit live on Odyssey.com today. All right, that number to call, area code 866-423-9578. And a one after that will get you on the program, just as it, as it has gotten Ben on the program right now. How you doing, Ben? I'm doing well, Pastor Moss. How are you? Good, good. What is on your mind, friend? Well, uh, I was listening to you on the radio, and uh, I believe you were talking about um, the question of incest. And if someone were to ask that question, how would uh, I respond? Yes, yeah, sir. Sure. At the, when, at the beginning of creation, when uh, Adam and Eve had children and they had children, right, someone would bring up the question of, well, incest, isn't it wrong? And yet it was still used, right? Uh-huh. And But yes, I would argue, yes, it is wrong. But you got to consider that the sin already entered the world once Adam fell. And God uses sin to go about his purposes. And even though... To, to populate the earth, incest had to occur, right? And also, I also believe that he used it a second time with Noah after the flood, where even though they weren't marrying uh, their brothers and sisters, they are probably marrying their cousins to repopulate the earth as well, right? Well, what happens is, now, I would have to uh, agree with you in the most part, which is that uh, the conditions in the beginning, were different than the conditions now. Because, like you say, after the children are born, okay, uh, if, if every human being comes from Adam and Eve, then the bottom line is, ultimately, if we were to look at it that way, which we don't, right? We're so far separated from them, we don't think that way. But if Adam and Eve uh, were the parents, then, you know, the only way that other children are going to be born is to be, you know, the progeny that they put forth. So definitely, um, uh, incest was allowed in the uh, uh, in Genesis in the Old Testament. And but remember, a lot of things were different. People then, Ben, and I'm sure you recall this. Adam lived; he was 950 years old. Uh, some, I mean, he, he really got him and Eve. They got a chance to populate the earth, 
And so what uh, some theologians looking at this have said, the problem with incest really was the fact that if you do uh, incest, uh, creates deformities in children, okay, when incest is set. But back here in Genesis, in the very beginning, when man was living these awesomely long uh, number of years, then there was a difference, okay, there was a difference. Uh, and so uh, so something that was allowed here because there's just no, no other way to do it. But still, we know after a period of time, even that was condemned as wrong because uh, remember Lot and his uh, uh, daughters when they got out of Sodom and Gomorrah, Remember what happened? Yes. Yeah. They went up, and uh, then they had, in fact, they knew it was wrong then. Uh, uh, it says in uh, Genesis chapter 19, and um, verse 30, And Lot went up out of Zohar, and dwelt in the mountain, and his two daughters with him, for he feared to dwell in Zohar. And he dwelt in the cave, he and his two daughters. And the firstborn said unto the younger, Our father is old. And there's not a man in the earth to come in unto us after the manner of all the earth. They thought that everyone was gone, because John McMurray had been so de- destroyed. Uh, come, let us make our father drink wine, and we uh, will lie with him, that we may preserve seed of our father. And they made their father drink wine that night, and the firstborn went in and lay with her father, and he perceived not when she lay down, nor when she arose. So regardless of going through all of it, we know that they knew that what they were doing was not kosher, they had to get him drunk first. So uh, there were some things that were done uh, in the Old Testament, given the long lifespans that they had. And all of us, if we wanted to, uh, could say that we all marry our sister in a sense because we all are marrying uh, the offsprings of Adam and Eve. But I think that the time period uh, 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 has something to do with it. Uh, incest, though, was condemned. Uh, uh, because it had to be, because if, uh, with, with the, the long lifespans going, and just as you said, you stated, sin being in the earth like it is, it uh, would create a mess. So, yeah, I think you have a good analysis, my friend. Well, thank you very much. Thank you for call- taking my call. I appreciate you very much. Thank you again. You and Gary today knocking it out of the park. Number to call, uh, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Henry Moss. With any question that's on your mind, I'm dealing with the book of Genesis here, but you might have something else on your mind that you want to talk about, and you most certainly can do it, as long as it's about the Bible, as long as it's about theology, as long as it deals with Christian living. Friends, we're in good shape here. Just give us a call at area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Now, so far, we may have had some, maybe I've given you guys some softball questions. I don't know, okay? But we're about to get to some that may be a little bit rougher. Let us see if these are hard for you to handle. As we continue to look at uh, the book of Genesis uh, and look at uh, uh, what's happening here, it is amazing uh, uh, the kind of uh, uh, things that were uh, that occur here in the beginning, uh, very very interesting. Uh, where we've already seen uh, uh, what has happened uh, with uh, sin coming into the world. That's been mentioned. Uh, uh, we uh, have looked at what happened with Cain. Okay, but then when we go to Genesis chapter four, all right, Genesis four, and it says in verse sixteen after Cain was you know, received the mark that saved him 
from uh, destruction because uh, you know that mark uh, was to mark him and protect him from those who were going to come and get him. Seth, verse 17, well, let's read 16 as well, here in Genesis chapter 4, verse 16. And Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and dwelt in the land of Nod on the east of Eden. And Cain knew his wife, and she conceived and bare Enoch, and he builded a city and called the name of the city after the name of his son Enoch. And unto Enoch was born Arad, and Arad begot Methuselah, and Methuselah begot Mishael, and Mishael begot Lamech, and Lamech took unto him two wives. Wait a minute, wait a minute, stop the train. Okay? And Lamech took unto him two wives. The name of the one was Ada, and the name of the other was Zillah. Do you hear that? Do you hear that out there? Look at this. Here, Genesis 4:19, and the Mitch took unto him two wives. The name of the one was Ada, and the name of the other, Zillah. Okay. Well, now you guys wonder why I'm reacting to this like I, I am. I thought that polygamy was wrong. But here we see polygamy being practiced here by the Mitch. He had two wives. I thought you were only supposed to have one. Can someone please call and straighten out this dilemma? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. I've literally had people trying to justify polygamy okay, because of statements like that that we find in the text. How would you deal with that? What would you say? Okay? If you have any response to it, give us a call. Number to call is area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Call if you will. If you have uh, an answer to that question, okay, what deals with that? Okay? These are the kinds of things. Now, this is the book of Genesis, the first book in the Bible. Okay? And so, so when, they, when the Sunday school, um, uh, when the pastor uh, gives you that you know, Sunday school book and it says Genesis, say, ah, oh, got to be easy. Think <laughs> again. Those youngsters, I got some questions to ask about these things. Okay, what about it? Okay, polygamy. Okay, why is it here? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Amy Moss. Any questions that you have, uh, still, you can uh, voice them. It can be on topic here or off topic. Where are the sisters tonight? I know there's some sisters listening to this program. Don't let the guys do all the talking. You guys can call and get on there and um, state your questions and your answers as well. We need to hear from you. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Amy Moss. Uh, with any question that you have, and with the answer to my uh, uh, questions as we go on, and I, I can't, I can't move on without somebody at least attempting to answer that question. It is so serious <laughs> till we need a good answer. So if you think you can do it, okay, then we're ready to hear from you. Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. Push one, 
area code 866-423-9578, uh, push one uh, to get uh, to get right to me, and okay, we'll be waiting for your call. And while we wait uh, for your call on this, uh, understand that of course there are questions, uh, but for every question the Bible has good answers. Okay? There are things that are happening in the text. We need to know uh, what is going on in the text to give an understanding. And uh, possibly some things that throw light on this, the subject of polygamy, because we see it here. We see it here. I think the Bible gives a good answer. I think one place to go that would help us with this could be Acts in chapter 17. Acts chapter 17 and verse 30, I think, gives us some insight into this, where it says uh, this, and, uh, and we could try to apply this here and see if it works, uh, and the times of his ignorance God winked at, but now commands all men everywhere to repent. In other words, there was mercy extended uh, to, the, to those who did not receive the complete understanding of what God was saying. Now, that helps to a degree, okay, uh, but we need to recognize the fact, though, that still, that uh, if we look at what took place in terms of this, that it definitely is wrong. Polygamy was not something that was uh, the way God wanted it to be, and we know that. But um, God is a forgiving God and a tolerant God, right? And the times of this ignorance God winked at, but now commands that all men everywhere to repent. Now notice this comes up again okay, uh, uh, in Matthew chapter 19, where we have some very interesting things that are said. Okay? First of all, the most solid definition of marriage that could possibly be given is in Matthew 19 and verse 1. Okay? Matthew 19 verse 1. Notice here where the Pharisees, they tried to trap Jesus. They tried to trap him. That was their intent. All right? And they're trying to prove that he was against the word of God, okay? basically. So it says here in Matthew 19 and verse 1, And it came to pass, that when Jesus had finished these sayings, he departed from Galilee and came into the coast of Judea beyond Jordan. And great multitudes followed him, and he healed them there. The Pharisees also came unto him, tempting him. They were asking him questions, but just to trick him. They wanted him to say something wrong, because they, of course, uh, to the Jewish leaders at that time, most of them, he was the enemy. The Pharisees also came unto him, tempting him, and saying unto him, is it lawful for a man to put away his wife for every cause? Okay? Okay. That's what they come to you. In other words, can we just divorce like we want to? Okay. <laughs> Verse 4, And he answered and said unto them, Have you not read that he which made them at the beginning made them male and female? Okay. So get here, right here, Jesus is giving them the foundations of marriage. No doubt about it. Okay. Verse 4, and he answered and said unto them, Have you not read that he which made them at the beginning made them male and female? And said, For this cause shall a man leave father and mother, and shall be joined not to his wives, but to his wife. And they twain shall be one flesh. Okay? That is what God intentionally wanted. Okay? We know that because that's what appears very early in Genesis, okay? Very early, okay? Now, man fell from that standard, but it still does not mean that it was right. 
In fact, what it says in verse 6 is this, okay? Matthew 19 and 6, Wherefore, there are no more twain but one flesh. What therefore God hath joined together, let not man put asunder. Okay? So we see here that we see what marriage really is. It is a relationship between a man and a woman, not between a man and another man, not between a woman and a woman, not between a, uh, a man and two women. No, no, clearly. Clearly in Genesis, it is stated here what it is, okay? And that's what it has remained. Now, God may have had mercy in allowing certain things to happen until mankind uh, became more mature about it, but basically, this is what marriage is and what it always will be, okay? Where it says in verse 6, Wherefore there are no more twain but one flesh, where therefore God hath joined together, let not man put asunder, okay? Now, when Jesus answered that, okay, question. Now, he was dealing with, uh, they were dealing with divorce, okay? But actually it applies to the discussion of polygamy as well. In verse 6 again, Matthew 19, 6, Wherefore, there are no more twain but one flesh, for therefore God is joined together, let not man put asunder. Verse 7, They say unto him, Why did Moses then command to give a writing of divorcement and to put her away? Okay? Now, Moses Moses allowed, okay, and Moses was allowed by God, okay, to do this, okay, by God to do this. To send them, why did Moses then command to give a writing of divorcement and put her away? Okay, and you'll see that in Deuteronomy chapter uh, 24. Uh, so Moses allowed divorce for various, for various reasons, okay. Uh, it says here in verse 8, he says unto them, Moses, because of the hardness of your hearts, suffered you to put away your wives, okay. In other words, God allowed Moses to do this, okay? But it explains why here. And he said unto them, Moses, because of the hardness of your hearts, suffered you to put away your wives for a number of reasons. You could write a bill of divorcement, and she's gone. But from the beginning, it was not so. That's what Jesus told them, okay? Uh, he said, in other words, you just divorce for any reasons, okay? You don't like the way the, 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 she cooked the food. It doesn't work, right? Verse 9. And I say unto you, whosoever shall put away his wife. Now, here's the, where what Jesus does, what he came to do, okay, was bring it back to where it started in Genesis, okay? Verse 9, and I say unto you, whosoever shall put away his wife, except it be for fornication, okay? In other words, God does allow divorce for fornication, okay? And shall marry another, okay? Whosoever shall put away his wife, except it be for fornication, and shall marry another, commits adultery. And whosoever marries her, which is put away, doth commit adultery. Now, if we look further into this, you find out that there's two reasons that God allows divorce. One, for fornication. The other, for desertion. It cannot be remedied. Right? Somebody's gone, they're not coming back. Uh, then you can get a divorce. Notice in verse 10, His disciples say unto him, If the case of a man be so with his wife, it is not good to marry. <laughs> now, then Jesus goes into another subject. Right? But we can see here uh, 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 what is taking place. There were things that God allowed, okay, that he allowed in the Old Testament that Jesus here brings back to the standard that was started in the book of Genesis. And okay? that's clear, very clear. Uh, in fact, over in First uh, Corinthians chapter 7, 
we see the high standard that Jesus brings us back to, which is the one uh, that is in Genesis, where it says, and this is clear, very clear in the Bible, 1 Corinthians chapter 7, okay, verse 1, where Paul writes, Now concerning the things whereof you wrote unto me, it is good for a man not to, now it says this here, okay, not to touch a woman. Ah, that's where you need to read, right? Because the word here doesn't mean not to touch a woman. Basically, the agamos, what it means is what Paul is saying. This is what Paul is saying, okay, in First Corinthians 71. Now concerning the things whereof you wrote unto me, it is good for a man not to marry a woman, okay? He felt it was good, it was best to be celibate, okay? So he was, he just giving, now here he's giving his God-inspired uh, advice, not a command, okay, because some folks don't have the gift of celibacy. But he says it is good for a man not to marry, not to get married. Basically, that's what he's saying there. But here he says in verse 2, nevertheless, to avoid fornication. And understand this. First Corinthians 7 and 2, nevertheless, to avoid fornication. Let every man have his own wife, and let every woman have her own husband. Boom. That's it. In other words, there's no other relationship that is accepted for the fulfillment of sex except marriage. Right here, again, Paul is backing up what was said by Jesus in Matthew 19, right? That the marital relationship is a relationship between a man and a woman, okay? Not a man and a man, woman and a woman. No, it's not. Very clear here in the Bible. There were things that God allowed Okay, uh, in uh, the Old Testament, okay, but still the, the standard returns to what it was in Genesis when we look at what Jesus says, okay, in the, in our, over in our Matthew 19, and what Paul talks about here in 1 Corinthians 7. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, 866-423-9578. On the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Chris McCourtney, team leader at Salem, Detroit, and Salem Surround, the fastest-growing digital ad agency in southeastern Michigan for sure. We've leveraged our long history here in Detroit and need great people with big goals and big ideas to help our partners get to their goals for 2021. Call or text me at 248-765-4388, and let's connect. We'll talk about excellence in executing for our multimillion-dollar clients and our SMBs, too. We're looking for leaders who want to grow with a fast-paced company. Selling experience is preferred but not required. Leadership and a hunger to be the best, that's not optional. We've got a solid, successful team, and we're looking to get even better. Is that you? Call or text me at 248-765-4388. That's 248-765-4388. Salem Surround is an equal opportunity employer. This is Life Issues with Brad Mattis, president of Life Issues Institute. You've heard me say assisted suicide is the start of a slippery slope to outright killing through euthanasia. Here's a case in point. Euthanasia is legal in Belgium, but they're going beyond the legal limits with impunity. They've extended euthanasia to newborns and infants. It is so rampant that 10% of all deaths of babies are actually euthanasia. A recent study looked at the issues driving this. But in a published article, the term euthanasia wasn't even used. 
What it boils down to, if physicians, and I use that term loosely, feel there is no hope of a bearable future, euthanasia is a good choice. This means these babies are likely to survive, but the doctors and their parents believe their lives aren't worth living. This kind of dangerous thinking is seeping into America. Like us on Facebook at Life Issues and stay informed, more informed than you've ever been. Meet Tim. Hey, what's up? He's the person you hired for your digital marketing strategy. And when he's done battling aliens on his PS5 in his parents' basement, I'm sure he'll get right to work. Now, meet the team at Salem Surround. What's up? Over 200 digital media strategists with all the current digital tools, resources, and training bringing your business the real results you need. These are the people who are passionate about your marketing success and will work 24-7 to deliver customers to you and your business. So, Tim. Yes, level 12. I'm going to be here all night. Or the team at Salem Surround. Why trust your digital marketing to one person when you can hire a whole team? Nationwide exposure, experience, and expertise. Let our team of experts focus on your digital marketing strategy so you can focus on your business. It's an easy decision. To learn more about Salem Surround or for a free, no-obligation digital audit, visit us at surrounddetroit.com. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. Now, both of you callers hang on the line. We've got to go first to uh, Canton, Michigan, and talk to Michelle. How are you doing, Michelle? Hi, I'm doing fine. I want to thank you guys for taking my call. Thank you. So, yeah, so I was listening to um, the scriptures that you were giving on divorce, and I had another question in regards to marriage because this has been um, spoken to me or some people believe this, and I wanted to get a biblical sense about it in regards to when is a person considered married? Is it when an, um, an institution has authorized their marriage or is it when they consummate their marriage or a consummation? Well, uh, basically it would be uh, would have to be consummation, because the Bible talks about you come together and become one flesh, and I'm, uh, you know, that's dealing with the uh, sexual relationship. Now, but, you know, there are people who can marry, let's say they, they can have sex, something of that nature, and they want to be just companions in that sense. Then uh, I'm, I'm sure that that's not the, you know, uh, could say to them you're not married because, you know, you guys are, you're, you're, you know, something's happened and you're not able to, you know, have a sexual relationship. But, uh, but so sex, in other words, what happens is this. Definitely uh, sex cannot be something that's withheld in marriage. That's what okay. we mean. Because what happens is, you know, marriage is supposed to last for a lifetime, right? But what if uh, something happens and your partner gets uh, some kind of debilitating disease. You don't up and leave him because your sex life is not there anymore. Okay, okay and I agree with that. But it, is it possible or is it a marriage if someone says, well, I don't want to go and have a certification for marriage, us just being together and having that sexual relationship and decide to be committed to one another is marriage. Uh, uh, no, because the, the Bible does tell us to obey the laws of the land. 
And I would think that somebody is gaming me, telling me, let's just have a certificate. And uh, why shouldn't we let everybody know, say we let God know, and you mean to tell me we can't let the world know that we're married? I would think that, I think they're gaming me. Okay. What do you think? What would be a reason? What's a good reason for it? No, I just want, you know, I believe in that people should go before, you know, in the land. If it's a thing, it's to everybody, not to everyone, but it's to have a man and a woman come together and get a marriage um, certificate saying that we are married and we're the wedding ring that is appropriate. Um, there are those who feel that they don't believe the government should be involved uh, in their their uh, their home. And if they choose to get Mary, it should be between themselves and their pastor or themselves and their family and whomever knows they'll still wear a wedding ring, but they don't feel they necessarily have to get a registration. Well, it's funny to me, you know, people can say that. To me, that's not very logical. Uh, people have to get registrations for their cars. They get registrations when they uh, get insurance and uh, for health. You know, it's like, why the only thing should I leave out? And God has something to do with everything about your life. Why would marriage be the only thing left out? I would feel like somebody is trying to not make, in other words, uh, they're trying to make marriage less serious than it's supposed to be. That would be my fear. Okay? If you marry me, okay. it's what marriage is. I want God to know, everybody to know. Thank you so much for answering my question. Okay, good question. I appreciate it. All right, Lucinda in Detroit. What's on your mind, Lucinda? Hi. Hi, Pastor Moss. Hi. Hi. So uh, yesterday, uh, towards the end of the program, you uh, posed the question, where did Cain's wife come from? Can we uh, talk about that a little bit? Yeah, we, yes, yes, we can. The only place that Cain's wife could have come from would have been from uh, from. Adam and Eve, right? The children. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so what happens is that incest was condemned. If he was, was condemned in uh, Genesis, we see that in the example uh, with uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, right? Where they had to, 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 to lay with their daddy to, you know, produce an offering. He said they had to get him drunk first before they did it because he knew it was wrong. Uh, uh, so, but what happens is, and what, they, what scientists have discovered is that incest, uh, leads to uh, some mutations in terms of births. Okay? It's, uh, it's a dangerous practice. It's not what should be done anyway. Now, what happens is, uh, the difference is this. In the Old Testament, in Genesis, you know, and as we go on, we found that people lived, goodness, uh, Lucinda, Adam lived for about 950 years. People were living almost uh, the age that uh, uh, people will be living during the millennium, okay? So that means that the uh, the human body was 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 quite different then, because now we sure don't have a lifespan that long. So what happens is that the children of Adam and Eve, by the time um, uh, marriage was going on, they were far removed because they lived so long, so much longer. Okay, uh, so therefore it wasn't the health risk risk that it, risk that it is now, and but that's the only way that that. Uh, uh, Babies could be born back then. Had to be children of Adam and Eve. Just as uh, if me and you looked at it biblically, all of us, ultimately, who is our father and who is our mother? If we say ultimately, based on the Bible. 
Okay. All right. And let me ask you one other question. Wait, wait. Um, Basically, who is our mother and father? If we go way back, we believe it's in the Bible, who is our mother and father? Adam and Eve. Yeah, Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve. So I'm married to a a woman right now. She's She's from Adam and Eve. You see what I'm saying? So that could be considered incest, except for the fact that it's not, because of the fact that, uh, you know, we're separated by all these years. And so uh, uh, back in the Bible, it was uh, the same thing. Uh, after they separated, I you know, talk about her immediate parents, but uh, as long as I'm not with the immediate parents, that's fine. But all of us are the sons and daughters of Adam and Eve. There just was a change between what happened in, uh, allowed in Genesis, because that's the way it had happened, and man lived about a, almost a thousand years uh, versus now where we're shortened and God forbid it all together. Okay. All right. No, I'm sorry. I thought you had finished that. Uh, your, oh, no, your I point. thought you were trying to okay. away from me. <laughs> uh, sure, well, but let me ask you this, Pastor. You know, um, and I don't know if this can be biologically or medically proven, but I have known people years ago who married a close relative and it seemed that their children has some genetic or Absolutely. problems yeah. or mental problems. Is that because it violates God's incest laws or rules? Well, well, what happens is God did that so that that kind of thing wouldn't happen. Okay? So that is why he, in fact, uh, uh, gave those, uh, those commands uh, uh, for that. So... Uh, that's where it comes from. Incest is dangerous to that degree. It is dangerous to that, to, to that degree. But we can't compare what happens now to what happened in the very beginning, okay, as you can see, with uh, 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 men and women with Adam and Eve, because that's where all the uh, people had to come from. Um, uh, uh, the protection for them in uh, the beginning was that uh, they were separated by, I mean, hundreds of years. Okay, so therefore, when they did uh, marry with someone who was a distant relative, let's say, in, 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 uh, in ancient times, it wasn't the same impact, okay? But God knew that this wasn't something that could continue. Okay? So, uh, yeah, we're looking at two different dispensations there. Fascinating. You're always insightful. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, and it's some deep stuff, you know, because now you can see that they're studying the Bible. It gets us into science. Literally, you brought in the scientific angle, and that's a part of it. Incest causes trouble in these uh, uh, sinful bodies at the stage that we're in. Thank you very much. All right, we got to take a break, and we'll be right back. If you owe the IRS back taxes, then get ready to pay up. The IRS has giant private collection agencies actively tracking down folks who owe the IRS. So if you think dodging them was stressful in the past, it's going to get a whole lot tougher. Optima Tax Relief has this advice. Don't wait. Solve your tax problems now before it's too late. Optima Tax Relief works to stop the demand letters, stop the aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS collectors from targeting you. Ask Optima about the Fresh Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered. If you qualify, you could save thousands, and nobody knows this program better than they do. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, and they get results, having resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get a fresh start. Call today for your free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 
up Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. This is Daryl Wood. By now, you've all heard me talk about my pillow and how it has literally changed the way I sleep. The pillows don't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape, and they're made in the USA. For a limited time, Mike is offering his premium my pillows for his lowest price ever. You can get a queen premium my pillow for $29.98, regularly $69.98. That's a $40 savings. Kings are only $5 more. Not only are you getting the lowest price, Price ever twenty nine ninety eight for a queen size premium. Go to mypillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use the promo code Run to Win. You will also get deep discounts on all my pillow products, including the Giza Dreams bed sheets, the my pillow mattress topper, and my pillow towel sets. Or call 800-919-5912-800-919-5912-800-919-5912 and use the promo code Run to Win at checkout. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world. We love our pastors, don't we? Well, here's how you can show them undeniably that you do when you enter the Pastor Appreciation Rest and Relaxation Getaway Giveaway. Enter for your pastor's chance to win a seven-day getaway for two to the Cove in North Carolina. Includes airfare, meals, a $500 Visa gift card, and more. Show your pastor you love and appreciate them for the hard work they do. Visit faithtalkdetroit.com to enter the Pastor Appreciation Rest and Relaxation Getaway Giveaway. Download the free Radio.com app at the Apple Store or Google Play to listen to WLQV, FM 92.7, and AM 1500 Faith Talk Detroit. Anytime, anywhere, hear the very best in local and national Bible teachings and preaching from ministry leaders across the Motor City and around the country. Discover engaging faith-based programs, inspiring sermons, Christian talk, and local sports on WLQV, FM 92.7, and AM 1500. Stream Faith Talk Detroit live on Radio.com today. All right, this is Pastor Moss back with you, and dealing with this all-important book of Genesis. It is an awesome book uh, uh, to read. It takes us uh, uh, all over the Bible. Yes, it does, because there's things in the uh, book of Genesis that are talked about in other parts of the Bible. Uh, We have a a tree of life in the book of Genesis. We have a tree of life over in the book of Revelation. So it is amazing uh, the way the Bible is uh, put together and uh, quite, uh, quite an in-depth study, indeed, uh, that we're doing, going uh, page by page uh, and uh, chapter by chapter and uh, book by book. That's what we're dealing with as we uh, look here at Genesis. And we're uh, dealing with we're chapter 4 now, and so we'll be moving on there into Genesis chapter 5, where we're going to see uh, what I would call the first rapture. Yeah, the first rapture. Rapture, okay, which definitely was pre-trib, okay, that's one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is a rapture that takes place, uh, in fact, it's amazing that God is, uh, in his awesome brilliance, would give us foreshadowings of things before they happen, and these things happen in the Old Testament, yes, oh yes, there uh, are at least mm, two raptures that uh, we can talk about, okay, okay, one of them takes place in Genesis. So you want to be with us for that as we continue to go into the Bible. Now, I think that you guys will appreciate it that when we get to these long lists of genealogies, 
Well, I'll just have you look at your commentary on that. Okay? It talks about who gave birth to who. Uh, but definitely, everything in the Bible has importance. But, we'll, uh, but what, what that shows when we start looking at it is that the Bible is a historical document. Nobody would spend time with the uh, genealogies that we have in uh, Genesis chapter 5 and 6, unless they're talking about real people who really live. Okay? And we're going to uh, laugh at liberals who used to say, that Sodom and Gomorrah, not Sodom, well, they said that about Sodom and Gomorrah. Also, they said that the Hittites, the Hittites did not, they did not exist. Then come to find out that the archaeologists discovered that the Hittites did. Never believe what folks tell you unless you check for the evidence, okay? Evidence that demands a verdict. Josh McDowell wrote the book. He's right. That's what it's all about. And we encourage you to be a part of our apologetics, our next apologetic boot camp. It's going to be on October 30th at Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries. It's going to be uh, early, uh, 10 a.m. Okay, we encourage you to come in. We've got material for you. We do have uh, refreshments for you at the end. We're going to be dealing with the subject of Satanology and demonology. Okay? Definitely. Uh, that time, how to protect yourself and others against uh, the assault of the devil that comes through those means. What to tell them, what to do, what not to do. That's a Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries, 10709 Grand River at Oakland, 10709 Grand River at Oakland. The tuition cost is $20 per person. We encourage you to come and be a part of it. And if you have donations, keep our program going. Send them to P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, for 8205. Make out the checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. This is Pastor Ma saying to all of you, we'll see you next time. Sponsored by Bible Bootcamp Ministries. Do you love to cook or have a favorite recipe that's a winner? Then you need to enter your favorite recipe sweepstakes to submit that delicious recipe. The winning submission will receive a year's worth of meats from good ranchers. A $1,400 value. And a $1,000 Williams-Sonoma shopping spree. Increase your chances of winning by entering once per day and completing bonus entry options. So start cooking. Submit your recipe to win. Enter your favorite recipe sweepstakes at faithtalkdetroit.com.